0: yo 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 what's up it's the good life podcast the kickback it's your boy good life underscore i go by that on all social media handles uh thank y'all for fucking with us for as long as y'all been fucking with us it's been a long time we ain't dropped i think in like a week or two or something like that but it's been scorpio season so we've been out doing mischievous shit i'm sure y'all have too so welcome the fuck back we got a special guest i'm gonna let everyone introduce themselves today
1: that sounds good all right hey (laughs) hey y'all all All right it's i know i know leave me alone (laughs) shut up it's steph magic steph dot magic um steph with f by the way steph magic on instagram or you can go to stephmagic.com find me there um
2: yeah that's it for today all right next and i'm sade i'm the guest i'm the author um you can find me i actually just recently changed my um Business Instagram name, it was Lotus Blooms, but it's the Lotus brand now. So just at um, Lotus Blooms. Um, and I brought a friend along with me today. Her name is Bree. I just bought her for moral support.
0: She can't talk, y'all.
1: She <laughs> has no
2: voice. <belief. laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm just excited to be here and to talk about my book because this is the first interview that I'm doing. So I awesome. appreciate y'all for having me here, yeah, the, I'm glad to, it's with you us. know, help promote and market my book. Um, I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous too because you know, <laughs> it's my first time. But I'm mostly excited though.
0: Well, I'm flattered that you're nervous, but you shouldn't be nervous. We're just we're regular people.
2: Regulars. Like- <laughs> um,
0: I like the book already, just off the look. You know what I mean? I love, I love, love, love when creators put out work but it's it's education as well it's, it's bigger than the art you know what I mean yeah. so what, what got you into writing
2: well I'll say um I always loved to read that reading is what um prompted like my love for writing because I always loved to read since I can remember since I was a little girl I loved to read I just always loved to read and that's what got me into wanting to write because as I would read like I just loved how like Authors could like paint pictures with words Mm -hmm. and I just always would think to myself like I hope one day I could Like you know do the same thing like I want to do this I want to be able to you know evoke that same emotion in somebody else So then like when I was in middle school um, I would probably say is when I like started writing poetry and like um, Journaling Um, I was like yep in middle school. I would say
0: journaling or diary?
2: I had a journal. Oh, okay. I think I had a diary like <laughs> once in my life, and my brother's read it. Ooh. And I never kept... Women a, need to bring their diaries I mean, forth. I'm trying to tell you. I need to see what's going on. My brothers like. read it and told me they was going to tell on me. Yeah, and that's what we're supposed to do. So after that, I never <laughs> kept a diary. But I did start to journal, and then the journaling turned into me writing poetry, and then here we yeah. are today. Yeah. That's
1: okay. Dumb. Yep. I think kids um, keeping a journal, just writing on a mm-hmm. regular is so, so beneficial Jeez. and not enough of them do it.
2: It's very mm-hmm. therapeutic especially if it, if it's a kid or a child that doesn't talk a lot and doesn't really know how to express yeah. that yeah. way, I think that journaling is a good thing to suggest to them because mm-hmm. maybe yeah. they can't like voice it, but when you write things down, you know, it's a little more Absolutely.
1: When I ask my son, and he is a teenager, when I ask him questions and he won't like, yeah. answer me, i make them write, write it, it and I'll come back
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. Read it. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I think reading and writing, too, in that way is, like, synonymous. You know what I yeah. mean? Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: being becoming a better reader will help you become a better mm-hmm. writer. Yep. So, what made you want to write a book?
2: So, um, I always knew that one day I wanted to write a book. I just didn't know how. I didn't know if it would be, like, a novel. Or yeah. I just didn't know in, like, what form I wanted to write a book. Okay. but what made me so in 2020, like right before COVID, I was working for Columbus City Schools Mm -hmm. and it wasn't really going that well. I really wasn't liking the politics of the school system. You know, it it was rubbing me the wrong way. So um, I just something just in me was just like I I knew I wanted to write. I just had to figure out like in what way I was going to do it. So then I started, you know, like 2020, like right before COVID, I feel like a lot of like children's books, especially geared towards like black kids were kind of starting to blossom. Yeah. So then it was just kind of like a light went off. Like yeah. you should just write children's books. You should just take the um, poems that you wrote and made them more kid friendly mm-hmm. and turn them into books. And that's exactly what I did. Most mm-hmm. of all these, the stories that y'all going to get, from Lotus and my books moving forward. Mm-hmm. They all are were poems at okay. some point. Okay. And then I just kind of tweaked them to make them more kid friendly. And that's how it came about. And Lotus, which is the, the, the title of my first book is The Power of a Friend. But the character's name is Lotus. So at first, when I first started, because she's based off of me. The character is based off of me as a child. So when I first started writing the books, I was kind of just writing like, a general like there was a little girl who you know was going through this or that but then i started to because i was like well you know i feel like kids really connect attached to a character mm-hmm. so i was like i should um you know just make a character like come up with some type of vision for a character give her a name and build everything around her so that's how lotus came about because yeah. at first i was just writing general books just about Kids, but then I was like, okay, no, she's based off of me as a Mm -hmm. child growing up, so I'm gonna give her a name, I'm gonna give her an image, she's gonna be in my image, and so that's that's how her name, her image, that's how the like setting her up, like that's how it all came about.
0: I love that, and then I was it, so. So I know just to, just for so you can give some background. I think people learning to write can get some background because I know sometimes because I write too. I like I write poetry so and literature. So sometimes it's hard to put your personal story situations into a story, and especially mm-hmm. like try to publish it and put it out there. You know what I mean? Did you have any difficulty with that?
2: No, because most of my favorite writers, except for one, mm-hmm. most of my favorite writers say. Um, write what you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't hard for me because these are my stories yeah so it wasn't hard for me to write these stories and like I said they were they were already poems Mm -hmm. so I really just had to tweak them and make them kind of like more kid friendly in a way that like you know a kid could understand but um yeah it wasn't it wasn't hard for me it actually was like therapy for me Because a lot of these stories are like my child. Just to give a little background of me. I didn't um, grow up with my biological mom. She had her own demons that she was going through. So my brothers and I, um, our grandmother got custody of us when I was six. So, I haven't been in my biological mother's care since I was six years old. So, what I do with Lotus is I kind of um, take you through a journey of what it was like for me, what what it was like for me coping with that. Mm-hmm. Or the things that helped me cope mm-hmm. with not having her. So, that's like The Power of a Friend is the first book in the series. And it talks about um, a childhood friend that I had who was experiencing the same thing that I was and how that bond helped us both Mm -hmm. you know just having somebody another kid like you who Mm -hmm. had a similar experience how that helped me Mm -hmm. so all my books in the lotus series will be focusing on something that helped me to cope with what i was going through because although i just want to make this very clear although that i did not grow up with my biological mom and i did have some struggles with that. I was surrounded by love Mm -hmm. in a village. And that's what the point I'm trying to make with these books is that no matter what a child's circumstances, what they're going through, if they have a strong support system, they can blossom. It's not to say that they won't struggle or they won't have those sad feelings because they will. But if they have a strong support system, they, they, I think they'll, they'll turn out fine. I agree.
0: I agree. So I love what you're doing here. Definitely as an entrepreneur as well and i know this is something um the two of you can touch on but because y'all both have children and you're entrepreneurs so how is that how is that being a mom and putting out a book
2: well um i wrote most of my books during the pandemic so We was in the house anyway. Right. (laughs) So, and that's, that's, it's so crazy how things happen because you have to think, like I said, in 2020, Mm -hmm. I was still working for Columbus City Schools. I was working at Weston High School. Right. Mm -hmm. I wasn't liking it. Boom. COVID happened. So it's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then (laughs) my brother gave me a book. My older brother, he gave me a book. Called Rich Woman. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the b- uh, book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. His wife my wrote a book called Rich Woman. Oh, I, didn't I didn't know
1: that either. Yes,
2: okay. change the game for me. Okay, <laughs> um, so she basically goes through the book, um, going through the book. She explains like different ways you can make passive income. Yeah, right. And she also gives her story a little about how like she said she ended up knowing she was going to have to go into business for herself because she didn't like people telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. Me. I don't yeah, want nobody same. saying. It. Yeah, right, yeah. So it I'm like, okay, it, it, it <laughs> doesn't work. So the one part in the book she says, the great thing about writing a book is that you only have to write it once to profit from it forever. Absolutely. And then it was like a light bulb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once I read that, and then we was on. We was in a pandemic. I really didn't. Ha- you know, I tapped in. I really, really, really tapped in during the pandemic, yeah. and I wrote over twenty books nice that is dope it's over 20 books in the lotus series like Mm -hmm. tunnel Vision. you know they're just (laughs) being illustrated you know illustrations Mm -hmm. that's the longest part of the children's book process or the the, is the illustration yeah that's That's the longest that's the longest part of it but yeah that was it like i wrote over 20 books and i just really stuck to my vision Mm -hmm. and i stayed dedicated i had to make a lot of sacrifices because i didn't like Get a business loan, or right. you know, I was working a regular job and, mm-hmm. and being a mom, mm-hmm. and I still found a way. That's why I, one thing I want to say too is don't I know it's hard when you, especially if you're a mom, a parent, a single parent. Um, if you got a dream, a lot of times for me, I will say money was one of the biggest things that I was scared of as far as mm-hmm. pursuing this because mm-hmm. in my mind, when I'm looking at the numbers and I'm doing the research and seeing I'm just like there is no way I'm gonna be able to do this like Mm -hmm. how am I gonna be able to do this still pay bills still take care of my kids like (laughs) I just didn't think I was gonna be able to do it but when I really sat down and I prayed about it I meditated about it everything just started falling into place yes Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how I was going to this right here, yes.
1: I had no idea
2: <laughs> how this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I knew I wanted it. I had mm-hmm. the vision, but I did not know, like financially, yeah, mm-hmm. how I was gonna make it happen. But yep. one thing about the universe, it will okay. bring it all together. It's gonna, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna bring whatever. So that's it. I the, the the something about COVID, and then really, cause I have three sons. My oldest is fifteen. And then I have a middle son that's 11 and my baby boy is five. So my oldest son is 15. In the 15 years that I've been a mother, I've never got the pleasure of being a stay-at-home mom. So COVID gave me that opportunity and I didn't want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was like, I like this. I haven't been able to. I I never got to be a stay-at-home mom. Like to really get up and be able to like cook breakfast for my kids every day. Like... Yeah. You know, like I really got an emotion of being a stay-at-home mom, and I just, I didn't want to go back. So I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my all into this somehow, some way. I'm gonna figure this out to so where I could just be working for myself, mm-hmm. and I can create my own schedule with my kids, and really just like take control of my life. I just, mm-hmm. COVID. I was just like, I'm going to take control of my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you because happen. you never know what can happen in the world. Absolutely. The whole Absolutely. world could shut down. You ain't got no money. You, you lose your job. You, yes. And I never want to be in a position where I can't provide for me and my children. Right. So, I knew I would have to go into business for myself. So, I would never have to be like so dependent on something for Mm -hmm. my livelihood Mm -hmm. that it scared me i think for so many people Mm -hmm. um everybody thinks that a job is stability like that's the
1: definition of stability but as soon as COVID hit your job was no longer stable there was all kinds of crazy turns and changes and then so once i was home like with these kids Homeschooling was hard, but I'm like, we about, we just about to have to work it out. out. <laughs> we we'll have to work it out. I tried to go back to work. I was like, I'm going to need, like, some quick money. I'm about to go back to And I couldn't. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely could not. I was going to be a manager at a store for a black woman that went to my church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. Like, I was in there one day like oh she was talking to me crazy and i was like oh yeah this is what i don't do yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i literally i'm I'm never going back i absolutely cannot i can't so to be able to see this come to fruition is really really dope it's it's really nice to see somebody else like my son is 15 Mm -hmm. that's my oldest one Mm -hmm. um i got four under him an 11 year old a six year old and What's that other one? She's 13. (laughs) That's the crazy one. I'm going to holler her out. But, yeah, so being home, being able to be home with them and provide for them is is for sure the best thing. And I find, and I wonder about this, too, with your village. How many people are supporting that, too? Like, that you're not going to work and that you're
2: doing something because all they see is that you're just not at work. Well, I've gotten a lot of support. Like, my sisters and my family, my dad, like, my brothers, like... There hasn't been one person that was like, uh, we don't think you, cause let's go back. Since COVID, since COVID, I've gotten, I've quit three jobs and I got fired from one. Okay. Okay. Since we've been back from COVID. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, it's it's time. Like something is (laughs) saying
1: like,
2: it's over over for that for Mm -hmm. me, you know, like I, I just got so much faith. And I just got so much faith and belief in what I'm doing, cause you know y'all just getting introduced to Lotus. I've right. sat with her for a while, right? Yeah. You right. know, like I've been, like I've y'all. You know, everybody's catching up to me. Yeah. Right. So um, I'm, I'm just so excited about it, and I'm excited too, cause I one thing I, I wanted to show my sons. That you can take control of your own life. Absolutely, yeah. I wanted to show them, like, cause all they know is me getting up, going to work, working two jobs, mm-hmm. going to school. Uh, that's all they know. But I wanted to show them, like, you can go into business for yourself. <laughs> you, can. you can work for yourself yeah. and live a good life. So Absolutely. That's, that's. I think a good. lot.
0: Of, I think for most people, that wall is fear. You know what I mean. Yeah. When you yeah. overcome that fear, it's, it's like it's a sunny, regular day. Yeah but you we make it normal. a storm we overthink about what can go wrong but i think just as much as as we think that way if you overthink about what can go right like mm-hmm. you can do the same, same thing. thing you know what i mean just working more in your favor mm-hmm. so with all of this um how is it just going to come to you how you're going to release them or do you already have in mind how you're going to release the next ones the so series?
2: um eventually so like the end goal with um so it's a like lotus is a brand you know, like, um, I'm going to be building everything. Because it's starting with books. But there's going to be more things. Okay. You know, awesome. so I'm I'm really just building everything around her. Like the but, brand right now. Yes, the okay. brand. Like, so, you can, you know how, like, Walt Disney kind of took Mickey Mouse? Yeah. And built the whole... <laughs> Absolutely that is what of, my yeah. vision is. is okay. to create okay. an entire thing mm-hmm. off of her. So, okay. that is, okay. like, my main goal. But... Also, too, um, eventually, once I find the right person and figure out, like, the steps I need to make, I do want to um, turn her into a cartoon series. Mm -hmm. So, like, I really, what I would love to do is, um, with each book that I release, I would love to release an episode on, you know, on -hmm. the book, like, with the book. So, that's, like... The ultimate dream is to, like, get her on TV.
0: Okay. So, you yeah. playing the C's right now. Yep. I love so that. So, that's <laughs> what I'm doing with
2: that. So, it's that. And I got other books, too, that I wrote outside of the Lotus series. Okay. And also, this week, um, I, I want to... We created... I had the pleasure of working with two guys. Sinatra. I don't know if y'all are familiar yeah. with See? And Trek. Yep. Mm-hmm. They um graciously put a theme song together for me. That's dope. It's called The Power of a Friend just like um the book and it's available on all streaming platforms. Oh, that's
0: fun. Oh, that you all can go so get dope. it. It's so
2: cute. Like I love music. Hip hop is my favorite. Yeah. And I just feel like I had to have some type of element of hip hop in yes. her. Some Absolutely. Culture, and she's yeah. so cute. Yeah, she's <laughs> so cute, right? And then um you know, I was raised in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying to bring like this, this is a coming of age story. Okay. So I was born in 88, which means I was raised in the 90s. So, I'm hoping like my books can also be like a time capsule for people, and even with my um illustrations um I wanted people who grew up here to be able yes. to look at the illustrations and like recognize some of the landmarks that yeah. i put oh that is dope book. i yeah. love that okay yeah so i wanted people to be able to recognize yeah. um certain things and i'm all down for every part of the 90s like so <laughs> yeah so i was born and i feel like the 90s was a, a very special time absolutely and we i feel can't get it back. <laughs> so happy that i was able to grow up during that time because it was special and we can't ever go back and, and do it again Can't. Okay. it'd be nice so yeah
1: Yes, her with her overalls and everything. Yeah, like, this great. looks like me as a kid. Okay, no joke. Like, this, she's very relatable. Yeah,
2: and that's what I was shooting for, relatable. Yeah,
1: definitely right. relatable. With the braids and the over... Yes, mm-hmm. this is, well, we used to call them jumpers. Yeah. But, <laughs> yes, it's really cute. Yeah.
0: So, I remember, too, um, off air, you were talking to us about the publishing. So, can you explain Oh, yes, that? so
2: I am a new author. So, um... My first book, I went through a um, traditional publisher, right? So, this was my first time. I never wrote a book before. I'm, like, kind of winging everything but trying to learn at the same time. Mm -hmm. But now that i put out this book and I've done some knowledge for myself, um, moving forward, I will be self-publishing. Just because, like, um, going through it all... um, with the self-publishing is basically everything that the publisher do, you you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like everything, like I didn't everything that they that I paid them to do. Yeah, I didn't figured out how to do it on my own.
1: I will say it's definitely good that you paid for it the first time yeah. and the only time. Yeah, like now you know. Cause now, now I, I know. See I learned, uh, now I, I know moving forward. Yes, and you don't
2: have to. So do it that anymore. was that. That's why I'm and and. The most important thing, when you self-publish, is all, all profit. All in your pocket, absolutely. <laughs> when your book, absolutely. When your books are in a store, you got to give a dollar or two off of each of your book sales. And don't get me wrong, because I get a royalty check every month. Mm-hmm. Hey. Okay, all right. I do. But <laughs> it's nice that even on my um, website, so now my website is live, com. You can now um, buy the book from me directly from my website. So if you if you do it directly from my website, I, I get all the profit. Yeah, okay. But my book, The Power Friend, is also available on Barnes and Nobles, Target and Amazon. Okay. Um, but with them, you know, you gotta give a little little yeah. bit off the top with them. But, but we can you... do like an e copy too, right? Like a Yes, all, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My book is also available for digital download. Um and it's a cheaper option. Mm-hmm. It's only nine ninety nine if you do the um the digital, the digital download, download yeah. yes, okay. it's a cheaper option, and you get it instantly. You don't yeah. have to wait in the mail, you don't have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, do what you gotta do, download it, and it'll be instantly on whatever device. You're that using. was the first thing
1: I thought of when you were saying how mm-hmm. the lady said, um, if you write it once, you don't ever have to yeah. do it again. So, I'm like literally just learning to do mm-hmm. digital products. Mm-hmm. So, I've been just selling digital products on Etsy. I make it one time, and yeah. then people just keep buying the same thing. Yeah. So, that, yeah, this is dope. This whole yeah. thing, yeah. what you're doing <laughs> is
2: just. Beyond smart, <laughs> so I would definitely encourage anybody who wants to write to definitely go the self publishing route because it seems intimidating, but it's really not once you really get into it and start doing it, it's not intimidating like you can do it i I wouldn't go through a traditional publisher. I did it once and it was fine. I learned some stuff from it, but moving forward, mm-hmm. I will be self publishing all of
1: my books would you recommend they self-publish from the start or pay somebody first learn it and
2: then if, if the you i'll just self-publish because okay. you can do everything Or you... let me let me break it down real quick <laughs> you need a illustrator you need a editor you need to find a a um, printing company just you know you can find a printing company locally yeah. my for this the traditional publisher that I went through for my first book, is based out of Orlando. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I need somewhere where I could pull up. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, go. I, yeah, everything you get when they do, I pay them to do the copyright application, to do the ISBN mm-hmm. number. All that stuff oh, yeah, you, you can, can do, do it on your own. Like yeah. my second book that I'm about to release, I just did the copyright application myself today. If you can read, yeah, <laughs> you can do it on your own. It's just people they get intimidated or they don't want to sit down. They think it's gonna take too long. But then you don't gotta come out your pocket. Right. Just you sit down and focus for a little bit. Yeah. And you you can do it. You you can do it. So that that's my advice. I I wouldn't go through a publisher because literally, especially the world that we live in now, you don't need nobody to do nothing for you. Facts. Facts. Go to YouTube University. Yeah. And learn how to do everything. Yeah, you could literally learn how to do everything yourself. And then another thing I wanted to say, like one of my big, this is important. One of the biggest things that motivated me to write the Power of a Friend is because I feel like. We always hear the stories about what it's like for boys growing up in mm-hmm. the hood, the inner city, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. in the urban areas. But we don't really hear a lot of stories about what it's like for the girls yeah. that grow up in those areas. That's true. That's because true. we grow up boys, in the hood. Yeah, yeah, we do. We grow up in <laughs> urban areas. We are Absolutely. affected by the things that happens in those environments, too. Absolutely. And when I was growing up, I didn't really feel like I saw anything on TV or in books about what I was going through. Yeah, you didn't see Absolutely yeah. not. You know, so I wanted to be able to create a character that... Because the kids are going through this. This what I went through. Kids today mm-hmm. are still going through the same yeah. exact thing. Like, yeah. the, the narrative hasn't really changed. But I just want... You know, kids that grow up in urban areas, boys and girls. Because even though Lotus is a girl, it is a universal story. Mm -hmm. You know, it is. Like, anybody can relate to it. Mm -hmm. So, I just want, you know, those kids to know that, you know, you're special. You can shine. You don't got to be a product of your environment. You don't have to be. You don't. And I know it's hard. Like, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Like, (laughs) I know it's hard. But you just got to find something or a way to pull yourself up out of it but it is possible like you don't mm-hmm. gotta you don't gotta fall victim to that to yeah. that life like you don't i think one of the most important
1: things to teach um like young boys and girls in the hood is why they don't know they don't know that yeah. they don't have to be a product yeah they, they don't know no idea. They, never they don't see like nothing this. different yeah. yeah they have no idea yeah um we were talking about how like have you ever you ever met an astronaut no no there's people that know astronauts there are people that are astronauts we never seen none we never knew none I don't have any doctors in my family any in my family no lawyers in my family they don't know that they (laughs) don't
2: have like you don't have to do what you're doing you really can't just because you can't see it doesn't mean you can't do it it's not I see me I always had like see I love to read so I it it built an imagination Mm -hmm in my head and then too when I was a kid I I never been I never I didn't like playing outside I never had a bunch of friends I didn't I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and my grandmothers in general watching movies and reenacting I would like reenact movie scenes in my room like this is what I was doing as a kid I would be in my room reading books Reenacting movie scenes and that—that's that's what I—that's what I was doing. Yeah. You Same know?
0: here you was a nerd. Yeah, I was, yeah, I
2: was a nerd. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a nerd. Like yeah. I, yeah. so like it doesn't really surprise me that this is what my life has come yeah. to be. Yeah. But I wasn't like a kid that wanted to ride bikes and fall down and scrape my knee. I wasn't with none of that.
1: <laughs> like, and I never
2: had like a whole bunch of friends, or I—I yeah. I, I never was like that. But I spent a lot of time with my grandmothers. I watched a lot of movies. I listened to a lot of music and here I am today
0: yes that's a beautiful beautiful background
1: absolutely
0: (laughs) I mean I I, I think that it gives them perfect insight definitely for the book
2: yeah and don't think too do not think that you have to be a literary genius to write don't think that that's another thing you do not have to be a literary genius to write. As long as you are a great storyteller and you can tell a—that's what people care about. People don't care about punctuation and yeah. the yeah, and, and yeah, the technicalities yeah. of writing. When it, when you read a book, I don't never care about that. Yeah, I'm wondering about if the story is capturing yeah. my spirit, if I can relate to right. it. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. So if you're feeling, don't feel like you ain't smart enough or think you got to do all this schooling, and you don't. You don't. You gotta be a great storyteller and you gotta know how to capture an audi- audience and leave people wanting more. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's all you gotta do if you wanna write.
0: You know what the irony is? I feel like it's a good thing Like if you get intimidated reading a book. You yeah. know what I mean? That's you, a book you should read. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: definitely.
0: Like, keep going. Yeah. This is supposed you to grow. It's making you, you think. Uncomfortable. You know that's
1: what makes you grow. You gotta do it. I talked <laughs> to this lady. I think she was like, I don't even know how I ran into her. She was going to go pick up a banner for her book signing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so dope. You wrote a book. And this was probably like, maybe like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to write a book. I have been thinking about it or whatever. Still ain't did it. Don't worry. <laughs> but I was like, how do you, I mean, like, what do you do? She was like, mm, just write it. Yeah, yeah, just write it. I can't tell you nothing It's a simple just simple, right just write it. <laughs> I like,
2: "Oh, you just got to start writing." It. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I do want to write right. a novel one day. Okay. That is in my I I would love to write a novel. I'm not sure. So listen, I um I kind of I have this idea cuz so I waitress for a long time for like 5 years, right? And I don't... Have any of y'all ever served before or no. worked in a restaurant? I tried. I, I was a host. So, I've you know how interesting service, it could right. be, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So, yes. you, you you working in a restaurant with people from all different walks of life. It's a second-chance industry. So, ex, ex-cons, ex mm-hmm. ex-drug addicts. And then, you also got from the ages of 16 to Absolutely. 45. So, i worked at so many different restaurants. And I have so many different experiences. And I kind of want to write a book about that. Like, Oh, that's mm. a good... Yeah, I like that. I do. Like... I yeah. do, I
1: like, and I can relate to that. So yes, I, like, I definitely. I want like to that. write
2: a book about my waitressing experience. experience yes, yeah, yes, like a kind of <laughs> light kind of. Because you know, my, my some of my subjects can be kind of heavy. Yeah. But so I don't want to get put in a box. Like I want yeah. to be a versatile writer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is something that I want to do. That's an interesting fact. I want to write about a book about my waitressing. Experience. I would yeah, read I that think book. Yeah, I definitely would too. <laughs> yes, I can agree. Because I got that. some stories. Yeah, i, <laughs> I bet. I <laughs> some stories, okay? Absolutely. I Absolutely. Yeah, I'm working that's how on... I met her. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, I was working at a restaurant called. Y'all know, y'all familiar with Chewy's? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I met her at. I love
1: Chewy's. We Not met up. at
2: Chewy's when it first opened. Like, we was a part of the opening team. Yeah. yeah. And we're still friends. And her sister, too. We're all really still good friends. I met some wonderful people mm-hmm. yeah. working at Chewy's. So a few of them, people I'm still, you know, close friends yeah. with. But that's where I met her at. But I've worked at Red Lobster on Hamilton Road, child. Maybe I do. Um, I worked at. <laughs> I worked at a few different yeah, restaurants.
1: Yeah. And I got some stories. <laughs> I worked at um, Max and Irma's in German Village.
2: I worked, my first German restaurant was at Max and Irma's, the one on Broad Street. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah.
1: So, you know, Born German Village is yeah, like,
2: yeah. it was the first one. It's gone now. When yeah, they closed, I, I
1: was so sad. Mm-hmm. I called, like, how y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, not well. <laughs> and they all, like, everybody was still the same. Yeah. It was like some new people, but everybody was still the same. That I, worked, I got fired from there when I was 18. And I still will come all the time. I they quit. Still I walked out. Oh of yeah, I got but no, I got fired yeah. from Chili's though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, why I got fired. Take one guess why I got fired. Stealing. No, nigga, mm-hmm. <laughs> Steal. well, yeah. <laughs> no stealing. Always well. Not usually. Um. What happened? I don't get caught stealing. Um. <laughs> attendance. Um uh, <laughs> You know my ass was tardy. Dude, they <laughs> <kind> <laughs> <of> <laughs> Absolutely. Up. They like so. What's up? I was like, oh, I got suspended. And I came back, and my manager was like, um, so, like, we had to have a meeting. like, so what's going on? Mm. And I was like, I just got my license. Like, <laughs> I was 18. When yeah, they bring a packet out, yeah, just, that's your you know, attendance. Yeah. That's all the times oh, you've been but late. But I was the youngest person there. <laughs> you out of here. And so it just, like, boom. Like, it was crazy. Max, yes, all these Anurmas grown-ass people I worked at Max
2: Anermas for three years while I was, in school, I was at working at Columbus State at the... Uh, working at Columbus State. I was Columbus going to State. Columbus State at the time. And a certain job is the perfect uh, job to have when you're a college student. Yeah. Because you can... It's flexible. It's flexible. You could change your schedule anytime. Mm-hmm. they don't normally give you a hard time. But, yeah, I worked there for three years, and I ended up walking out of there. But... I made some good money
1: though. I, couldn't I was a hostess, so oh, and a why. busser. Busing shit.
2: I only wow. served in a. Re- I've never had any other job in a restaurant besides serving, because if you start off serving, you ca- you can't go back. You yeah. can't do nothing else because it's like you already know what the money like. Yeah. So Why yeah. would I go? Yeah, and do I was that? too young. I couldn't. Yeah, I was nothing. like, I think like twenty three. Okay. When I first started serving, I was like twenty three or twenty four or something like that. So I was a little older. You mm-hmm. worked
0: in a call center. Yep. Yeah, we sure one? did.
2: I worked at... Um, <laughs> Teleperformance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Teleperformance. I also had this job uh, way back in the day. Uh, it was The place was called Dial America, and it was like telemarketing, okay. where you called and, like, renewed people's magazine subscriptions. Oh. Like, we did highlights for children. Oh. <laughs> it was even one who did... We did Playboy. Like, mm-hmm. we called to renew for... We did, like, QVC. Um, and and a few other ones, but I did that. I did. That. I've had a lot of jobs in my life. Me too. It's yeah. my I mine wasn't <laughs> Mine was mostly Man, listen, I didn't have a job since I was fourteen. Um, one of my very first jobs, I worked at the subway on Smith Road. I used to get robbed. It was a bad <laughs> thing, but yeah, you know, you from the south side, you yeah. know, that, uh, Subway. I used Little to work Smith, there. Yeah, yeah, I used to work there. That yeah. was one of my very, very first jobs. At fourteen, at fourteen, they, I couldn't mm-hmm. find nobody to hire me at fourteen. Me neither. A, it's Kroger everywhere. So the uh, manager at the Subway at the time knew my dad. Mm. I was really, I, I was only fourteen. You had to be fifteen to work there, but she knew my dad, so yeah, you know, yeah, she yeah, let me that. go on and slide on in there. Yeah. But um, I worked there for a few months. You know, an average high school job. You know, maybe like six months or something. Um, but y'all yeah, have had so many jobs from I've worked at Daycares, I've I've done um Vic, what is it, retail? Yeah, I worked at Victoria's Secret. That Victoria's Secret at Easton, the one mm-hmm. outside. On, I worked there
1: it, when I was um, like eighteen. Right there, R. That's where I worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh B, wet seal. What else in Easton? That eyebrow place, mm-hmm. um, exquisite whatever, exquisite threading. Um a whole lot of shit. Shoe <laughs> <Every laughs> Nine West, everything. Yeah. Um, Victoria's Secret. I work, yeah. but in Cincinnati, I worked in Victoria's Secret. Um, Yeah, I think that's it.
2: But yeah, God willing yeah. though, I won't ever have to work for nobody else. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the goal. Like I'm just only trying to be working for myself because I'm I'm over that. I'm done with that. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's the the bigger goal. You know what I mean? Because we didn't. We're not trying to work our whole lives. Mm-mm. But that doesn't negate, I think, the hard work that goes into so this. So what, yes. Yeah, but i rather put it in up front and yeah. then enjoy my life Yay. versus work That's my whole point. life. That just never sounded desirable to me, like, ever. Yeah. yeah, I was mostly in sports. That's why I wasn't working. But, too, I think at that age, it's different options for a male. You know what I mean? Like, especially depending on who you around and where you come from. Mm-hmm. But a lot of our first instinct is, like, to go to the streets to get money, especially at that time. Yeah. So I wasn't really working till like later, till I had kids and like needed insurance and shit. That's really the only reason yeah. why I started working, because <laughs> insurance was fucking crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. and entrepreneurship was not like what it was now, like eight yeah. years ago. So yeah. it wasn't companies trying to give you like independent insurance. Yeah. They was expecting you to have a job, About, at least yeah. a part time or something. Yeah. And for me, it would it wouldn't work because I'm more like a freedom of time person. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's my only issue with a job is just the time. Like, yeah. I'll like pay you a million eight dollars a year. Yeah. I come in here, I.
2: You'll be hard. at but one place for eight hours. It's like unnatural. And then some some jobs to be like ten to twelve hours. Yeah. It's yeah. like, bro I'm like
0: they're working is, people too long. Yeah, this they work is, hours work They bro, shouldn't be that long to begin no, with. No, like I think you they know know should be
2: four hours. Yeah. And they should pay people enough to where you only have to work that long and yeah. still be able to live. Like I, yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Like, especially for parents, mothers. You know, like it—it it should be against the law to have to go to work six weeks after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. not ready. You're not ready. Baby ain't ready. Ain't Especially right. if you're a breastfeeding mother. Let me, yeah, I, my baby boy, I breastfeed him. When I worked at Chewy's, I used to have to breast pump in a utility closet. Yeah. Do you hear that's me? That's not okay. And they, I used to be breast pumping and next to a mop. <laughs> See, this is not okay. This is next not okay. Next to a mop.
0: Tired this is as an, fuck okay. in there. What you yeah. looking at? Yeah, like
2: next to a okay. mom. Like that's nuts. It's my right? closet now. you <laughs> to, to do that though? That's but that's. What, but think about who makes a bunch of old men make
0: laws. You yeah. know what I mean? Think about who makes the laws. So yeah. they don't. They don't think about those types of situations. Of
2: but those are real things. Like those are real things. They
0: yeah, I am glad I don't have them problems.
2: Yeah, I just I just was Man, like i we just, we just wake up, throw yeah. water on our face, and, go and then about y'all our go watch all day. day like <laughs> no, I don't think no mother that's should have to go about. back to work after six weeks. Like that's crazy.
0: Yeah. I even it's think time. the father should get time off.
2: Some yeah. some places do time off. Some places do wanted. And <laughs> it will be helpful for know, us even. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, she just had twins, by the way. Oh, oh congrats. congrats! Thank you. And her um, significant other, Absolutely he got not. time off for her. Oh, that's oh, good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Damn, they only doing that in other countries. I wish. Yeah, I had a couple weeks, and they was expecting he me got to get more time like, off than back. I back.
2: Technically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he won. That's what's up. Mm-hmm.
0: You yeah. had to have the babies too, and he, yeah, he mm-hmm. won in this situation.
2: Absolutely. It was nice, it was very nice That's what's up though
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I love that we can do it though I love that we can balance Like parenting and work And Mm -hmm. knowing like Okay, I'm working too much But also like Damn, I ain't working enough Enough, You know what I mean And that's learning like Our work-life balance Which is like I'm learning the most right now (laughs) You know It's just It's difficult too Being an entrepreneur Because I go into different Like industries I go into different fields Mm -hmm. Or this situation might get bigger So I gotta put more time to it it might be slow now, so it's getting less time. You know what I mean? So it's really hard to build a schedule. So I think the consistency of just what I've been doing and being like the same way with my kids is what has helped them kinda adapt and just understand. Like, all right, like some weeks you all in my face, next week like you all work.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was hard for me at front, at first. You know what I mean? I had to build that discipline to be like, All right, I'm working now. Even like when I haven't seen them in like a few days yeah. and I've been traveling, and I get yeah. back and I gotta work. Like this is what comes with all of this and I like to be transparent with them about that so mm-hmm. really that's what helps children they just don't want to be like surprised like they really just want to know what's going what's on, on yeah you know what I mean yeah. a lot of times like when we tell them they cool like Kids all right very <laughs> like this yes. what we doing okay
2: yeah I know you mentioned um traveling so that's that's yeah. my next goal is like because I'm, okay. I'm a part of the official pop-up shop okay. November um 21st yes um but I want to do more things like that but yeah. like out of time like I'm trying to yeah. take lotus on the road right yeah. Yeah. So Networking that's like now burn, that I got yeah. like my website going and everything. Like, m- what do you want to do in the road? Like, just pop up shops or like, what's? Your I want to do pop up shops. I want to do speaking engagements. Okay. I want to read books to the kids at the schools at the rec centers. Like, cause I'm about the youth. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like being a little girl like growing up I thought that I would become a teacher like that's what I dreamed of doing like I wanted to be a teacher but then um you know I kind of got into Columbus City Schools (laughs) and I kind of started seeing how things was and I was like I don't know I don't like the politics in this you know my heart I can't do nothing if my heart ain't seeing yeah, right. Yeah. And my yeah. heart wasn't seeing right in it, so I knew I had to figure something out. And that's that's another reason why I chose it, cause I could have wrote any kind of book, but yeah. I chose children's book, cause it's still a way I can connect with the Yeah. You. yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. what I learned is that you don't have to be a uh, you don't have to be in a classroom to teach. Absolutely. That. You could teach anywhere, anyway. And once I finally like got that in my head, I was like, okay, so th- this is what I'm going to do. So yeah, but I'm trying to say lotus on the road i want to be a part of like more pop-up shops other places and i do i want to do speaking engagements and you know read books to the kids like i'm just i'm trying to take it all that. okay all right. have you looked out for a, a booking manager no i, don't I don't think have that might be a good yeah step. right know. now i don't have Some no stuff. team right now like lotus is just you. It's just me right now because I'm new and I'm still trying to learn like how to be in a biz like I'm listen, I'm I'm still like in yeah. very much in the early stages. Like yeah. my website just went live like two days ago. Okay. Um, thank you. <laughs> so like I'm in a very, very and like I, right now I just have the one book is available. Um on and then like I've said it once, but I, um it's all things and it's L O T U Z. Um so and you can buy the book directly from um, my website mm-hmm. um but later when I get more merchandise and when I get you know to have more things like you'll be able to get everything from the website but like you know this is all new like I'm still learning mm-hmm. a lot of things and so I don't even know like like what a manager. yeah like yeah I like I know yeah. I want to travel more That's the thing. with the book like because are... I, if I had it my way I would like try to go somewhere at least once a month yeah okay, okay. to promote and yeah. like I, it's just about me finding the opportunities like, right so if y'all see any opportunities where i could sell and promote my book like other yeah. places like shoot in my way because yeah. that is oh my... we got one
0: for you yeah <laughs> we do a book exchange this is an mm-hmm. event oh yeah um that's that we're gonna we bring back so you that'll be you can do a book reading and mm-hmm. yeah we we'll have set that up for sure
2: yep so that's that that's what i'm on to next um trying to figure out how i can take my book other places because they say the authors that make millions of dollars they good on marketing mm-hmm. the authors that don't make no money are the ones who just turn in manuscript mm-hmm. a manuscript and go shot. on about their business yeah. like your book just gonna sell itself yeah. it's not yeah, it's not. And I let me <laughs> tell y'all i was off of social media for almost 10 years okay mm. So when I got back on there, it was I was like, What, what is this? this? <laughs> this is I yeah. say, What is this? And then like for me, like marketing to me, even though I know it's important, I know you have to do it. It's so redundant. It is. It's like, y'all know what I got. <laughs> it's born to by like, why do I have to keep on saying my it every day? Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. like, I gotta keep saying this every day. I wrote a book, the power print, the power print, <laughs> <friend>, the power print. <laughs> like, it gets on my nerves, you yeah. know? But you yeah. have to do it. It yeah. does make a difference. It makes it a difference in my book sales when I promote mm-hmm. and, you this know. Is, yeah. Marketing
0: is really just supply and demand. It is. And the best marketers, like you said, they're always available. You know yeah. what I mean? Because people be having shit going on in their life. like. Mm-hmm. Nigga might lose their phone for a week and yeah. they had their phone, ain't even right. been on social media. So if you just posted this week and now not next when they on, they not exactly. gonna see anything.
1: I can't I've you know seen I mean? things tons of times like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go look at that. And yeah. then I never do. And yeah. then I see it again. Yeah. That's, so I'm like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's
2: that's the right. Yeah, like, exactly. So in case somebody misses it, like I <laughs> yes. do I do get it and I'm 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 still learning, learning that shit. I'm still learning marketing. I'm still, you know, I'm 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 kidding here. Yeah.
0: But you're doing it right. You I've been are. seeing you your really posts. I see you do. Uh, it's it's just becoming familiar. Yeah. You know what is. I mean? Somebody like being able to think about yeah. you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a whole new ball game. Yeah. So, you know. The the best part is that you are so new and you're ready to go. Yeah. You know, and you're not like discouraged in any way. And there's not there's basically nothing that can stop and you. And another
2: doing. thing that was important for me during COVID, um, you know, I wasn't able to um do like, you know, events and stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't gonna be able you to have do to be that. Sat down. But I did all my paperwork during that time. Mm-hmm. I filed for my LLC. I filed for my trademark because I knew that once the world opened back up, you I wanted to, to be go. able to yes. go. Yes. So yes. yeah, so I did all of that. Like all the paperwork, all that stuff. I did and then too, here's another thing. The trademark too. Don't be going out here paying no lawyer a thousand, two, three thousand dollars for no trademark. Cause that's enough if you can read, you can yeah. do the trademark mm-hmm. application by yourself too. It's yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars versus you paying somebody thousands of dollars that you could be using to put into your business. The things that my biggest advice to new business owners, try to do as much On your by own. yourself. Mm-hmm. As you can, because you will end up paying lawyers and doing all this stuff that but you, you do can do yourself. Do like, it took, like, I was on I was on the side for, like, an hour. You yeah. know, it did take me, like, an hour. Like, it took me a minute to do it, but I did it. Yeah. I yeah. did it. Like, and I saved me a couple thousand dollars, because yeah. they do. They be wanting, like, 2000 almost. Oh, yeah, $2,000 for a trademark. So I, looked, um, do it. <laughs> I did on, oh, vacation. I took a, a course on
1: Udemy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was free. And it just showed me how to do the tra- yeah. trade And I was like,
2: yeah. "Oh." Yeah, I mean, I'm t- I'm trying to I say I think
0: everything and that applies to everything in your life because at least you learn and yeah. you can share this information yes, with for somebody else. Yeah, other
2: people. Yes. Yeah. Inspire. So everything we learn,
0: we can't always apply, but it can be something that can be shared, you know what I mean? You never know what the next person working on. So it's good to just learn, learn, learn. I think that's too is like The testament to being an entrepreneur, like with the time that you have, what is priority? Like, what can I work on right now? now? Yeah, you know what I mean. Instead of overthinking, like, oh, I need to work, I need to work. It's like, what can I really do right now for my business? Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is just marketing. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's refreshing, clean up your social media. Sometimes it's posting. It's making sure you got a place where you have your pictures and your content. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just creating content. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean, like. I legit create content all day, like majority of the day.
2: That's what you're working on. At
0: least like maybe five percent of it gets used. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm practicing. I'm working mm-hmm. angles. I'm using lighting. I'm I'm looking at other people's account to see what. That's pictures what I've is been on. Yes, you know I, what I study mean?
2: a lot of other. Yeah. I study a lot of other people's uh, mm-hmm. accounts, especially black women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very influenced by a lot of black women um, entrepreneurs. Um and i study their packages i know and to learn there's a blueprint yeah you just gotta follow it like and like you know they got your
0: attention and they want you to be
2: you know you gotta kind (laughs) of like be related that that, that's the thing like it's it's so kind of weird for me because like lotus is me it's my story but sometimes like it can be hard for me to um like want to share my life like on social media yeah. like i know That's i have what, to yeah. market yeah. Yeah. yeah and all of that but like as far as like me like showing me and you know what i mean i do i do that yeah. and i know that people want it like people people yeah. want to see that but it, it but it's not in my natural personality yeah. to be like up in the you morning on yeah. it on the thing like it's kind of weird yeah. it's like you're talking <laughs> to yourself right yes
1: and that's
2: yes, hard it's for me. It's like, and then, like, you gotta
0: watch yourself back, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this me? Is that a booker? Oh, no. Well, know, like, like, or even hearing um, your voice yes, back, I like, hate all of that. Hearing
2: my voice, <laughs> talking to myself. It's
1: like, but I have to get used to it. Yeah, I know, like. There's,
0: and their steps, like, when I, cause I was that same way. No yeah, different, like, no different than, like, radio and talking. You gotta get used to it. But in the beginning, I think you just gotta give yourself challenges. You know what I mean? When I was getting used to it, I would just post a video and just, cause I hated seeing myself on video, yes. so I would just post a video post and, and then it just go. get on. Yes. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what you I know, didn't what? I just do. put the phone do, down, like, like it's I out there. It, like, I did it.
2: It's done. <laughs> you know, I post pictures of my kids, like I do, but yeah. like I kind of want to like give more of an insight, like on my actual mom mm-hmm. life but then i just be then i did not just like okay man never, never mind like i mean
0: the yes, best way so
2: think about it i will save all kinds yeah, of then like, I'm like, like, no, I like i'm just gonna focus on the on the blue yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i would
0: say the best way for that legit is inspiration you yeah. know what i mean like the people whose pages i study first is the ones that caught my attention i'm trying to figure out what you did to catch my attention because mm-hmm. i don't just be watching people's shit i don't even really watch people's stuff on social media like, unless i'm like really researching mm-hmm. So the first is figuring out that and then I think it's for your page really understanding who your demographic is and your market and watching Mm -hmm. their pages Mm because you gotta understand what they're subscribing to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when it comes to that content, it it definitely is a process, but with posting and marketing is a lot like acting like when if you overthink it you're gonna look robotic you look stiff yeah and people can tell you're thinking too much so you just gotta be loose you know what i mean you just gotta be natural you gotta let it flow it's
2: it's you know like i said i was (laughs) off social media for almost 10 years right because like social media is weird to me yeah, like, I think everything. It makes no is sense. It, 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 you know it what I mean? I know. And I told myself when I had when I had got on social media and people was saying like, yeah, when you' don't get back on social media. Like, yeah. and, I, and I would say all the time, I'm not getting back on social media until I got something to sell. Yeah. And I, that, yeah. that, that was that was the if if I didn't have this, you,
1: you wouldn't, wouldn't be on it. I wouldn't really? be on it. Yeah.
2: Because what why else do I need I'm not a social person. I'm not really even all that friendly of a person.
0: When's your birthday again?
2: <laughs> November 16th. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Scorpio
2: season, baby. So, um, you <laughs> the know, social media is not a playground that I like to play on. Okay. But I know what I'm trying to do to get right. my message across, to get my story across, for it to reach everywhere that I want it to reach. I'm no dummy now, and I know that Mark uh, Instagram is the number one marketing tool in the world. Yeah. So I'm going to get with the program. You know, it's just taking me a minute, but I'm getting it, though. One thing about me, i I'm gonna figure it out. You about to get into this
1: TikTok? No. <laughs> you that, that's taking it too far. I think you. We'll gonna see you next to. year on TikTok. I'll be following you <laughs> next <laughs> year on TikTok. I think you're gonna have to. But I think, have think the future it's ha- it's, yeah. But I think Instagram, to. Instagram,
0: Instagram, it can even
1: be just this, no different than like watch.
0: Instagram, no different than like TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. Is just it's not like it's not social media. You dig? Like it's just what's happening right now. Uh-huh. So the fact that you're learning it, you only got to learn it once.
2: Because there wasn't
0: Vine, there wasn't MySpace, there wasn't, yeah, all that stuff has my been Facebook around. My Facebook was
2: created. If okay. you go on there and look at my Facebook, it says July 2021.
0: Yeah, so look at any social media, look at any business. They're not show, studying. Like, not,
2: I've never been into it. Like, yeah. with, it's with, just not, like, And it's, most people no.
0: don't study them.
1: I have dropped off so many times. I think the last time I dropped off, and I can't anymore because of uh, personal branding, Yeah. but um, this girl was like, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it was so good. And I was like, why am I on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I
2: don't and, know. For me, I feel like social media Can be confusing, and also if I feel like if you're trying to do something in life, and you're not necessarily where you want to be, and you on social media looking, it might discourage you.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And and I and we we could sit here and talk about. I think you need that though. I think
0: people need that though.
2: Like I. I'm not into it, and I and I don't like how it affects the kids. I know it's affecting the kids too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm glad I didn't grow up in the in the area social uh, in the area of social media. Ooh. Like the you world know,
0: glad they didn't see our childhood. even that you got on my that way. that shit was So been my reckless.
2: girls, <laughs> yeah, I got on, oh and man. their social
1: media is ridiculous. My 13 <laughs> year old is all that. All oh, uh, and then <laughs> I saw a meme that said um. My kids would do a TikTok at your funeral. They don't give a fuck. That's my kids. I would dude. do a it's TikTok at someone's funeral. That's
2: <laughs> terrible. <Yeah. laughs> and she was like, oh, my I God. We did all I might catch the um, I might catch the TikTok wave, but I'm barely on the Instagram
0: I just got wave. on. But it's yeah. but that's the thing. You legit you only gotta learn one platform. Like most brands blow up on one platform and then as new ones come out, they just transfer they transfer. shit yeah, to the, the next one. Yeah. So you really only gotta learn one, one platform day. to understand the algorithms. And then once you get that, you can just post. That's what I like. I post a lot. People see me post a lot, but I really rarely be on my phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just have scheduled times that I know, and sometimes I just draft all my shit and I right. get up in the morning, post eight things, and get the fuck off. Yeah. And that's it. Cause I'm the same way. I have I have. You have to take a break from anything. Right. Social Too media, much of anything. That's why I don't want to give social good. media such an Everything emphasis. Because like balanced. social media is just the trigger balance. that people are yeah. addicted to right now. But it's gonna be something oh. the fuck next. It, just like it yeah. was something before. Yeah. We didn't, people didn't always have social media, they was doing this same shit, getting distracted by things. So, I think a lot of it should just show us like ourselves, you know what Mm. I mean? Like, in it. In a perfect world, a secure person, like what the next person is doing will not faze you or bother you at all. But
2: if you're not like that, then it could affect you.
0: Yeah, but again, that kind of feeds into your responsibility because you know you can gauge yourself. So if you know you're not able to handle a room, don't go into that fucking room. You're absolutely right. I I can't argue that with people or be like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's change the room. Like, no, if you're not qualified to be in this room, you shouldn't be coming in this room. Like, these people worked hard to get here. They Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to now go without because you want to feel welcome somewhere that you're not welcome. Them. Absolutely, you did. Cause now it's the next lesson. Like everything ain't for everybody, so we got to start reinforcing that on people too. Mm-hmm. So with me, I have I have to gauge myself, cause like the the level I get of thinking and how I do things, I don't have many people who can check me on shit, or at least I feel can personally. So I check myself with it, so I know like all right i ain't did enough work this week i've been on social media too much time to take a break Mm -hmm. you know what i mean time to get off or i know i got an event coming up i need to be on even though i don't want to be on right now i need to be on that's entrepreneurship you know what i mean has nothing to do with like the results and the the glamour motherfuckers think it's about it's really just understanding like this is purpose and this is priority no matter what's going on i have like a few things that come before business like Mm -hmm. when it's time for it to get done you know what i mean and but I think it's more of a personal journey because you got to find ways to keep passion, like remain passionate. Like sometimes mm-hmm. i lose passion in what I'm doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. the people around me is more passionate about what I'm doing yeah. and I'm still keeping it going. But like you said, like it's, I don't have to feel that passion ain't in it. And that's going to come out in your work. Like right. people know if, 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 if you, you dare, gave your all to this or, or you just woke yeah. up, broke some shit, went back to bed. You know what I mean? Like they know. <laughs> So I think that, too, is sometimes the fear we build and the transparency of being an artist. People are going to expect better next time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we love this, but what's, but what's next? Now? And don't give us this again, motherfucker. Right. Yeah. We want something, <laughs> something better different. than this. So you got to understand, too, that comes with the journey. And it comes with maybe your fourth book, they don't like at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that comes, all of this is the package. Yeah. So if you're not willing to accept this package, you know, don't go down this lane. That's why I encourage people to like read, read a lot. You'll yes. know if you want to read write or not. Yeah. You're When you read enough, you'll be like, okay, either I'm just a reader or you'll be like, oh shit, I need to write my own. You know yes. what I mean? And I you got the reading. structure now mm-hmm. of how you can write because I'm working on a couple books too. My first one is going to be like more, it's dealing with like stress and anxiety and de stress. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like a, a guide, but it's kind of like a spiritual book. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's going to be erotica, and it's the end, like towards the episode so I can talk about that but yeah it's going to be interesting because <laughs> I love novels too that's yeah. how I write and like yeah. fantasy I write in details I love thrillers I love something that's going to make you think, think like yeah. you got to flip back a page like hold up, what what yeah. happened wait a minute Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean so because my that's what I want to do with my writing I want people to read it and not like okay how can I do this but I want it to inspire like a thought within you like oh okay mm-hmm. I can make it work using this but mm-hmm. with my thought you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so now they're giving themselves the credit for what they wrote like Mm -hmm. most of my writings even some of my poems like have been inspired my thoughts from like my mentors and the people I study and research Mm -hmm. you know what I mean people I like subscribe to like sometimes I do use their words because these words technically their words somebody spoke these words into them and these words are just recycling down the line So, I think sometimes, too, we get discouraged with that. Like, am I biting? Like, is this somebody else's words? You know what I mean? And all these words is somebody else's words. Like, there's been hella people here prior to us. Mm -hmm. There's countless numbers of books that's already out there. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't write yours and use your words. Because it is so many
2: books. It is so many genres. Like, you really... Like, me... When that my brother gave me another book, it, it, it's basically like a book like all the steps and guides to writing a children's book, okay. and it talks about tapping into a, um, a untapped market. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just feel like this story that I got right here,
1: yeah, and
2: everything that I plan to do with it, I've never seen it before. Right, mm-hmm. I've never seen a little black cartoon character that. based on somebody's life whose mom was addicted to drugs and she had to live you know a different life and the different things that helped her grow to be a young i've never Mm -hmm. seen it so you know um you gotta where we're from
1: just like how we were saying it's relatable that happens a lot it happens all the time you definitely don't see that yeah
2: most of the people that i grew up with did not get raised by their mom and dad they got raised in our generation grandmas yeah raised wow. by their grandparents yeah. yeah and i'm i'm one of those kids yeah. i i was i was raised by a lot of people not just one but the
0: primary I, the
2: primary yeah. was my grandmother that was most you know? people
0: around me it was either their mom they dad or their grandparents yeah their like family.
2: my um <laughs> and my dad was around Yes, shout out to my dad but um you know i didn't i didn't have that experience of having my biological mom mm-hmm. which Inspired me to write the series, and you know I just would say just because um something is hard doesn't mean it's impossible That's because me writing this book it was not easy, okay, I had bumps in the road, um you know, I still had to pay bills and take care of my kids while I was trying to like fund a dream mm-hmm. like i I would just say, just stay motivated, stay encouraged if if you a a parent a mom, a dad. And you just like caught up in your the everyday life. Like just take a pause and just try to remember. Like if you could go back to being a kid and and think about those things you wanted as a kid, mm-hmm. and just really like try to tap back into that. Just goes back to I'll, writing. Yes, like I I encourage that. Like don't don't just get caught up in everyday life. Because then you' are gonna be angry,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you' are gonna take it out on your kids. Mm-hmm. Cause you' are gonna be having resentment towards them, feeling like they they stopped you from something. But no, you you yeah, you you, you, you stopped yourself yeah. from it. Facts. You, you you let your circumstance it. or the fact that you became a parent you you let that make you feel like you couldn't do something. But that that's you. Them kids don't got nothing to do. And they with... asked to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't got nothing not to do them, with that. Absolutely. So whatever you gotta do to tap into who you.